Welcome everybody to Randomly Speaking with KP and Rain. Let's get to it. Kendrick's part. My bad. I cut it off uh, too that's soon. That's fine. That's fine. No, no. I can no, find it. No, no, no. No, I can find it. Because uh, that's the best part. You know, if y'all really want to listen to the song, y'all can find it. This is apparently J. Cole and Under the Sun is the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, J. Cole, the baby, and Loot. I never really heard of Loot. Sorry. I'm not that big on underground shit. But I know who the baby is. I know who J. Cole is. Loot? Raw as fuck. At least on this verse. I'm going to check for him now. Mm. Like, you don't really control who you're introduced to, how you're introduced to him, but. So I heard on the Joe Budden podcast, the uh-huh. JBP. <laughs> The Shout JBP. out to Joe Budden, Mall, and Rory, and Parks. <laughs> it's Parks. I love that fucking show. Save on the duh. Yeah, Is he back to the man, apparently. No, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I heard on that, that, well, I hear a lot of things on that show. Well, yeah, because they, they all in the music that fits in with the music that I just heard uh-huh. was that Joe Budden thinks at 20, 22, I think he said, uh-huh. that the, some of your favorite rappers are going to be retiring i'm putting air quotes up right here retiring what 2022 they're gonna retire yeah you think j cole's gonna retire he said j cole and he said kendrick i mean that's what he said j cole like i was just watching something now when i say <coughs> quote uh, when me. i say quote unquote retiring that means you know taking a break off the way jay-z retired and then kept dropping albums but you not know. as often Probably that's what's Maybe. gonna happen. Well, I mean, okay, so look at J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. We're, we're off the rails already. This ain't even what we were supposed to be talking about. <laughs> right. But, you know, hi, everybody. How are you? Hello. Wait, let me finish this thought. Welcome we to get... our show. Welcome back to Randomly Speaking <laughs> with KP and Ray. Uh, okay, so I was watching this. Um, so J. Cole was on the 2010 or the, yeah, the 2010 or 2009 XXL uh, freshman list, right? Okay. He has gold record after gold record after gold record. No features. No features. Just gold? No platinums? I'm sure he has some platinums. But like all of his shit has gone at least gold. Oh, okay. With no features. I wouldn't know how to. I which looked. is unheard of. It's unheard of. He, he don't, don't know what a feature is. 
He well, know how to now, do a feature. Well, now he's doing it, right? <laughs> but he don't not, not only features. that, like this is the third Dreamville album. Good for him. Everything this nigga make is gold. Okay, he signed one of my favorite new artists, Jid. J.I.D. J.I.D. Jid, right? He's amazing. And just people fucking work with him. And now, remember we uh, we opened with, uh, what's that, uh, Middle Child? Yeah. Niggas is counting me out. And he said, he said, okay. I, I like that video. That video was amazing, right? It was petty, too. Petty as fuck. Yeah. But, like, and also when he did the feature on 21 Savages a lot, you know, and he just, he's like, okay, I see what it is. Uh, so, this one, I gotta do this one. Oh, we'll do. man. Okay, wait, 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 okay. wait. What's the matter? Also, from the Joe Budden podcast. Okay. Joe Budden played a song just came out from Gangstar. Gangstar? Really? Was it Gangstar? Guru? Is Guru dead? Y'all, I really Guru don't know. Guru part of Gangstar, yeah. Okay, but yeah, apparently, and it's featuring J. Cole. It just came yeah. out. Don't ask me the name of it. It's on the latest episode of Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, go there the and check for it. Sleeper section. Yeah, uh, they they if you look at it on Spotify, they chronicle you know the what? sleepers. <laughs> yeah, you can just go look at it. That would be right. so. Um, it's been a little while since we've been here. It's been a long time. I shouldn't <laughs> left you without a dope beat. Step two, um, step two, step two. If you want to contact <laughs> us, you can. You can. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I did that. Yeah, I okay, did. with the chicken, chicken, everything, huh? Okay. Sure did. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you want to reach us, you can contact us on Facebook. Um, that's at Tangent Train. Spell the whole thing out on Facebook. That's the Randomly Speaking Podcast page. Um, you go there to make suggestions for things you would like to hear us talk about. Movie suggestions for our movie nights that we do every month. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, leave a message, it's like, subscribe, listed. tell a friend, tell a friend. Um, on Twitter, we are at Pod Randomly, capital P, capital R. Look at you. Um, Rain name normally takes care of that, but yeah. we are very we we will talk. I'm back active to you. on that Twitter. We're active as fuck on both. I'm always um, giving my hot takes on whatever's going celebrity on. Celebrity gossip, polit- political stuff. Yeah, Rain Just, really runs that. I'll 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 drop in on Twitter occasionally. I'm not as big of a Twitter user as you are. Yeah. I'm much more into the Facebook thing. I tweets. Um, with the tweets. We just started an Instagram. We haven't really put much up on there yet. We haven't yet. put anything up there. Yeah, so um, once we start um, adding stuff to the Instagram. I'm an Instagram person. Well, I'm more of an Instagram person, so I'll start doing that more. But when we when we start filling it out, we'll let you know. But we are coming to Instagram. We coming for you. Well, I mean, it's just it makes sense to be on all social media platforms. Okay, so did you find the song? No, you didn't. It's not listed. It's not listed. Okay. I mean, I, I can well, I mean, look Gangstar it up. Guru. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. If they want, if they want to find it, they can find it. Um, Joe Button gets enough traffic. A lot of them, if they listen to us, they probably listen to him anyway. So, mm. what was I saying? Before we got sidetracked on our sidetrack. Oh, snitches so. get stitches. <laughs> so. Son? Yeah, speaking of J. Cole, the reason I opened with J. Cole was in, I think it was Middle Child? No, maybe it was in Middle Child. When he was talking about how he big bro and little bro all at once, and he was talking mm-hmm. about different rappers. Mm-hmm. Kodak mm-hmm. Black, I wish mm-hmm. that people, he had mm-hmm. better people mm-hmm. around him. He said, I think about Takashi sitting in the cell, wondering if it was worth it all. Mm-hmm. Well, Takashi's We will find had, out eventually, won't we? Well, Takashi had his day in court, and he had his days. Days in court. In and, court, three. And he has been snitching. 
This nigga is a canary. I mean, he's singing. He sounds so stupid. Good too. Stupid and so hard. Big boy did it. Big boy did it. <laughs> Big boy did it. Snitching so hard. Snitching so hard. It was. You know, it, it's funny. It, it does remind Green me of Dick Tracy. In the library with the candle holder. He told all of that. Yeah, yeah. He. It was so. Now, here's. Let me ask you uh, just an existential question because we all know that. The general rule is snitches get stitches, right? Look, I'm not from the streets. But that's the rule of the streets. Right, that's the I'm a citizen of, of the, you know, of yeah, the world. I get it. And so, so therefore... Do you blame him for snitching? No. I don't either. You want to know why? Because they, they, they fucked him up. Okay, first of all... He not um, from the streets. The dude that kidnapped him, Harv... Um, Allegedly. Ain't no allegedly the Alleg- video's out allegedly. there. Allegedly. Okay, fine. Fine. Allegedly. Said the man's name in the video and everything, but allegedly. 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 Harv was trying to get more money off of him, making him try to make him choose a side between Harv and, and Shoddy. Shoddy. Right. And so he chose Shoddy. And so Harv was like, oh, really? So I'm going to follow you. I'm going to steal a car. I'm going to follow you. Allegedly. I'm going to hit your car. Allegedly. You said it already. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm going to hit your car. Your driver going to get out the goddamn car. Yep. He going to talk to me. By the way, the car was mic'd and cameraed. It was wired. Because they was, they was already on your it. ass. By the way, Jim Jones, the people, they watching you. Well, but like, Fat Joe was on The Breakfast Club, well, lately, but like a few months back. And he talked about there is a division of the New York City Police Department. Mm. And there's divisions in Atlanta, LA, rappers. Rappers. Mm-hmm. Rappers. They just they have rapper divisions. Mm-hmm. And all they do is work informants and follow rappers around. They they waiting for you to fuck up. Now, because you are a voice. Okay. I'm, let me go back to what I was saying. Okay. So, Harv. You're loud. Back the mic off okay. a little. There Harv. Snatched dude out the car. Said, get the fuck out the car. Right. Rubbed them up. Allegedly. Put him in, in another car. Mm-hmm. Like, where your shit at? Give me all your shit. Hard, man. I've been trying to talk to you, man. I've been trying to talk to you. If you well, why if, you ain't talking if, to me, then? If you want to see the whole thing. I'm reenacting. This is acting. Say, hard, man. I've been trying to talk to you, then. Why you don't call me, then? Man, I asked them for your number. They said, they, did you change your number? That's for yeah, Seriously, said, that's what he said. He said that, yeah. He said, I tried to get your number. Well, then he said, he had the nerve to tell him he bugging. Harm told 6ix9ine he bugging. While he, while he kidnapped him and threatened to kill him. He got a gun in my head. Apparently, they beat his ass. Yep. Apparently, they drove him to his baby mama house. They put the damn jury in a Mickey Mouse diaper bag. Yep. Okay? And, and they, they took the jury and they robbed him. And there you go. Okay. Now, when this happened in real time, we didn't believe it. We didn't think it was real. But then he looked at like he got had back, got fucked up. Yeah. Okay? But everybody trying to figure out how this car was wired and might. Because them people was watching him. Well, Takashi was already probably turned informant. Let me let me say let me tell you something, okay? Snitching ass nigga. What Jim Jones do to you? Look. What car did he do wait, to you? Hold on. Sorry. Let, Sorry. Sorry. See, that's what you really upset about. I'm not upset. Because well, and, and first of all, 
Him naming Cardi as a blood don't mean shit because Cardi named herself as a blood. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you, you didn't the have Jim to Jones thing was them. a little surprising. You don't have to say nothing to them. Well, I mean, like, no, that's that's part when when you take the deal, mm-hmm. you got to tell it all. If you don't tell it all, they take the deal from you. Jim Jones and was and they take away your protective custody. Right. So he had once he starts snitching, you got ain't ain't no such way as a halfway crook. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as a halfway snitch. You either are or you aren't. Let me tell you, pitch. In for a penny, in for a pound. You told every goddamn thing. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to do. That's what it he got to so do. It was so interesting reading those tweets. Shout out to Inner City Press. Mm-hmm. Who just detailed everything. Detailed the tweets. I followed him. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there on it. I if was like, oh, If you want to see everything, it's, it's, it is this a is ton. Okay, the video is on YouTube. Yep. The, there's audio from when he was in the courtroom. You can hear the people that was recording it calling him a snitch and mm-hmm. talking shit. All it's just okay. So look, he, twice they tried to record in the thing. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. Just give me a moment. Go ahead. First, it was the audio that ended up getting leaked. Okay, but there was a video recording, but it didn't get out. But they had to stop the trial. Because they found out somebody was video recording. So that that means no cameras was allowed and recording devices because allowed after that day. That was the second day. Go on. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to get it all out before I forget everything. Are you done getting out all of your Takashi the information? No, but you're get, No, get it all out. No, because I don't remember no. where else I wanted to talk about. So go ahead. Okay, all right. So here's the thing, okay? And... Honestly, I want you to think about this. What is Takashi Six Nine? What do you mean? What is he? When you before all of this shit went down, when you saw him, a person, a kid, fake, oh. studio gangster, right? He claiming he a blood. It's obvious this nigga ain't really real. Well, I mean, he's affiliated. He paid to get. He paid his way in. He told that. He he said right, how, but how so, it but like, remember when he was like right, supposedly riding around Chicago, yeah, looking for Chief one, Keith at like five a.m. in the morning when everyone's asleep. Yeah, talking about I'm in your hood. I'm like, and what did I tell you? I said like, this nigga go get himself killed. He go get himself killed because he playing. <laughs> right, he playing. This is all a publicity stunt. Charlemagne told him that. Everybody well, told I mean, him that, nigga. You put, was playing. He didn't put a bounty on his head, so that wasn't a stunt. No, but like this nigga, he playing. Yeah. He playing. He thinks this is funny. He he trolling. You can't troll real niggas, cause they ain't go. They ain't go talk. They go shoot you. You gonna end up in jail or dead. Mm. Right. That's what happened. You playing with shit and like, I'll never forget somebody. I can't remember who. Uh, Said this is like the nine tray bloods, right? You let a private school nigga join your gang who ain't really about it, and you showed him everything about your gang, and now you're surprised that when you turn on him, rob him, threaten to kill him, fuck his baby moms. Shoddy did that. So you, I mean, you've disrespected and cuckolded this nigga. In every way, shape, or form. Right? You suppose... He riding with y'all. He putting y'all... He giving y'all credit. He paying y'all money. My and y'all dog like, him like that? Boy did it. Did you... Big did you... Did, did you not Big expect him to snitch? It. He not really you. He not from the streets. He ain't got the weight to move on y'all like that. 
So he go move on you the way a private school nigga go move on you. He got weight. It's called the police. Policia, policia. The federalities. He go go there. Because that's the gang he really belonged to. You dig? He ain't no blood. He a mother. That's why he always wore red and blue. The blue, the red for the bloods, the blue for the police. That's what he always was. That nigga was the ops. He was always the ops. You let the ops in, and you let that nigga, and you did the most niggerish <laughs> shit available. Oh, that what was the most funny Shotty, part. Why, why the fuck are tried... you fucking his baby moms? Why are you fucking his girl? Because she called him. I remember this. Shout out to Gossip in the City. I remember this. She um, allegedly. She allegedly. Go allegedly ahead. called him and was like complaining or some shit. And, and so know, he went over I, there and gave her the dick. You know, I nigga, yeah, I'm gonna help you out, and here, yeah, here's some dick on the side. With his money and all this other stuff. This is but all allegedly. took the dick, though. So, I'm just saying. I didn't say. It, no one said it was right. It was consensual. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let's, let's get that. Yeah. This nigga showed how to do the handshake with his own self. Takashi did? <laughs> but there's, 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 there's somebody next to him. <laughs> this nigga is. The way they... The courtroom um, artists are usually pretty good, right? Uh-huh. I don't know who they got this time, but they they are terrible. There's always the worst person at their job. They are terrible. They Takashi Sixty Nine looks like They're really loud. I'm sorry. Turn your turn your uh, thing sorry. down a little bit. Usually I'm, I'm a little yeah, there you go. There you go. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um. You can tell you're really excited. Go ahead. Hilarious. They making him look like a rat on purpose. I, I know that's what it is. Well, it's not even that. No, it's like that. Have you look. seen the bitches? He looks like a rat. He looks like a rat. I heard that he looks like Randall from Recess. No, I'll say he looked. One of those bitches, he looked like a fucked up um, Beavis and Butthead, uh, only with yeah. colorful hair. It was it was crazy. Yo, maybe maybe the Dude fucking maybe draw. maybe maybe the artist is a nine tray blood on the side. Look, you don't know. You're right. I mean, he been te- he was telling them who everybody was, who was Bloods. And well, all like here, here's here's the other thing, right? That's so crazy. Car- Cardi, him him naming Cardi B, whatever. She calls herself a Blood, so like that's nothing new, right? The Jim Jones thing, I was like, oh. The reason why they asked that is because Jim Jones is on a tape, yeah, wiretap, talking to some dude named Murder Mill. Oh, this is all allegedly. But um, this is this is apparently part of the transcripts or whatever. Murder Mail, Jim Jones, and it's it's another Somebody nigga else. on there, um, talking about how dude was on TMZ, Shadi was on TMZ, and Shadi gonna have to do this to go violate, super violate, not just violate, super violate him, and you know he he no longer blood, this that and other. It was it was a bunch of stuff that they said. Uh huh. So no one said anything. Talking about Takashi no longer blood. Right. Well, see, like no that's the thing. He ne- incriminating, but it was the point that, that he was, they he was speaking there. about somebody who was right. Right. And so and he has to mention it. And this is you basically saying that yes, I'm in this gang and I'm affiliated with this gang, and this is what needs to happen to this nigga. In He's this speaking as culture. an OG at that point. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. somebody said Chrissy finally finna get her wedding. Cause Jim Jones gonna marry her so she don't snitch. Yeah, if she was the kind of snitch, she would have been snitched. Yeah, sure They've been after Jim Jones. I just for a thought long it was time. funny. They've been after Jim Jones since Dipset. I, I just I found that funny. The funniest one was when they said Paul Jim Jones was just at home rubbing Chrissy's mo, 
mind business. <laughs> and here come Takashi Six Nine. Mm. That was just so mean mm. and petty. Mm. What's funny is they finna be on Love and Hip Hop again. Yep. Mm. So that's gonna be interesting. Um, mm. They haven't started taking it though. Nah, I just not that I know. The the look. Here's the thing. Get it's not even that, man. This guy, Daniel, whatever the fuck his last Hernandez. name is. Daniel Hernandez. I understand you wanted to be a rap star. You wanted the money and the fame. But, like, you can't be fake. It always catches up to you. You can't be fake. Right? You can't fake it. It You either are or you aren't. I mean, there are other wanna look. You want to look at somebody who's privileged? Who made it? As a rapper, and has none of these problems, Lil Dicky, right? Uh, he don't do the same kind of music, but he don't represent himself as that, right? It looks like you're setting up this white boy to be an example. No, I'm not setting up a white boy to be an example. What I'm saying is, he's a white boy in a black industry doing the most white boy music possible, mm-hmm. but his skill. As a lyricist, as a rapper, his ability to make songs, he's doing, he's being honest to himself. Yeah. Right? He's not lying about who he is. If you a gangster, be a fucking gangster. But you, no one believed that you was a gangster. Okay, well, let's talk about the industry of... Gangster, fake gangster rap and all of that shit? The industry of being able to buy your way into a game. Because he ain't the only one who has bought their way into a game. Well, now, see, this, this is... I think this is actually an interesting... That is crazy. Well, it's not. Think about it. One of the oldest rackets... you, Chris Brown. One of the oldest rackets for any organized crime is protection. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I get it. So it's it's just a... I, to me, I, I think it's just an offshoot of that. I watched The Godfather several times. Hmm? I watched The Godfather several times. Okay, but like any, any criminal organization, it's protection money, right? You pay us money so we don't fuck your shit up. In this case, the shit being you yourself. So that's where it comes from. Right? That's what them niggas down... When the baby... Like, remember we talked about that? The baby um, oh, was shooting was a video. Shooting his video. And, and those niggas like, rolled up saying, no you pass. need to check in. Mm-hmm. You don't have a pass. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And the baby, because the baby really is a gangster, said... um, Nah, nigga, that's not how I go with me, <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm not one of these rappers that you're used to dealing with. I'm a real nigga, really from the streets. I didn't kill somebody. Maybe more yeah. than one. Maybe more than one. But at least one confirmed kill. Yeah. And he so, just shot a few other niggas. So, uh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never snitched to the police, just always handled his business. It was like, nigga walked up on me, pulled a gun, I pulled mine, I was better. Hmm. Sorry. Not sorry at all. He just don't care. Like, I mean, he care about his people, but he don't care about you. Like, but that, see, like, that's, he's real. He's real about it. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he just, them niggas rolled up, like, and that's the thing, right? Most of these rappers, they talk tough, but, like, this is a secret of entry. A lot of the gangster rappers that you hear talking about gangster shit, it's not shit that they've done. It's shit that motherfuckers that are running their labels have done, mm. right? The rappers aren't the gangsters. The motherfuckers pushing the rappers out of gangsters. Hmm. And then they're telling the other people's stories. Because here's the thing. It has to be artistic expression. Right? 
Otherwise, you're just snitching on yourself when you make the song. Like, didn't they just, uh, they, they sent somebody up for his lyrics and his song. Because well, I he, mean, he was telling what he did, and he he did was literally he, right. So, he was I mean, he was literally right. So he was snitching on himself. Someone wrote an article about that, and I think they were like how they're using your um, lyrics against you, and how that shouldn't be allowed or some shit like that. I think that's what the thing piece was about. But personally, because li- because lyrics are supposed to be artistic expression. But if it happened. And you're detailing it. It's no longer artistic expression. It's a confession. <laughs> you stupid You stupid motherfucker. Look, you can say, oh, I did this, I did that, I did that. Okay? Fine. But please remember, if the actual evidence... Matches up with matches, what your song, then, then that's a confession. You talk Sorry. about... You, you, oh, what's the kid name? But it's like... Your boy shouted him out. Shout out to Mental Illness. Oh, Zach Fox? Mm-hmm. The person in that song, he said, free. Take K. Free Take K. That, that dude, uh-huh. his lyrics mm-hmm. match the evidence. Mm-hmm. So that's why you going to jail. Mm-hmm. Or are in jail. You're mm-hmm. in jail He's now. in jail. Yeah. Because of that. Yep. Nigga, what is you thinking? What are you thinking? Well, that's, that's a prime example of when keeping it real goes wrong. Takashi sat there and told all our terms and terminology. And mm-hmm. It's an extended clip. Extendo. A drum. Oh, drum mag, yeah. Yeah, he was telling how what that is. I'm just... Everyone knows what a drum mag is. Look, I'm telling you that he was explaining this shit like these people didn't know what it was and helping them Well, out. like, because, like, the, the prosecutor's job is they have to establish a timeline... That's believable. Oh, he went through all of his shit, his lyrics. Because the defense is gonna come in and try. Who and... he wrote the song about? Mm-hmm. His um, um, him ordering and hit on Chief Keith, but it didn't go through. Because so he's he, not really a shot played, caller. He only played. They only played half of it. You know, this is crazy. And the trial's not over. Nope. Um, I don't know if the driver's still gonna be on the stand Monday. There was no court Friday. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if he's still going to be on the stand. But then you still got the other two dudes that have a case. Um, Shotty's already gone, right? Right. Then there's two more. And so he's going to have to testify again in both. So, every every time one of these people go down. He's looking at 47 years. Shotty got, what, 15? Yeah. He has not gotten his, they called it a 501K or some shit. They thought that the case would be over sooner, but now because of all these delays and all this other stuff, they thinking it might be, they might have to rush it mm-hmm. through. Because yeah, that that like people are already going down. There's going to be intense pressure to kill him, and don't don't tell me he's safe in protective custody, because <laughs> old boy who was running that that pedophilia ring. He ended the up guard, dead. The guards fell asleep. The guards and, fell and asleep. He, he the supposedly hung was himself. Off. Just come on. I'm just saying. Come on. I'm just saying. Like this nigga I mean, is, when your all, when your shit starts implicating royalty. Yeah. Prince fucking Philip. Yeah. Allegedly. He's going through it over there. Okay. Okay. And people close to adjacent to the great orange troll, and possibly the great orange troll himself. We don't know yet. Hmm. But definitely the motherfucker close. Was it Bar? Hmm. Who got implicated in that pedophilia thing? Who was close to Trump? Trump. 
No, somebody besides him. Oh, I don't know the other people, but definitely him. Um, there's a girl who I don't know who said that she had sex with Donald Trump when she was underage. When she was underage, at this man's um, crib or whatever mm-hmm. in New York. Yeah. That's out there. I mean, look it up. Yeah. It's out there. No one cares though. Um, they don't care until they do, and then it's gonna. Yeah, be it's gonna take. Takashi's not gonna be long for this world. I just. Well, hope. I hope, look, I don't wish death on nobody, but I'm man, not he, wishing death. he wishing death on himself, for I real. I reality. I don't know how you're going to protect this boy. Well, okay, apparently, apparently, they have a snitch prison. A snitch prison. New York State, the, the, the wildest shit to come out of this is that he is in so a prison. So he still will be in prison. Well, I don't know how it's going to work for him going forward. Right. But right now... Normally, when they tell you you're in protective custody, they put you in solitary, Mm -hmm. which isn't really protective because it drives you crazy, (laughs) right? But apparently, in New York, in New York State, Mm -hmm. where they are used to prosecuting RICO cases, which is an organized crime case, Mm. right? RICO statutes are about conspiracy. It makes conspiracy easier to prove, Mm -hmm. and they use that to go after the mafia, Cosa Nostra, right? So they're used. They in order for any case like that to work, you need protective custody to be really good, because otherwise you'll never convince anyone to flip. Like what's his name? Uh, Sammy DeBull Gravano flipped on Gotti, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently New York has a prison specifically to house snitches, to keep them safe, so they can snitch, but also keep an eye on them. Because that way they know, so like the guards and all that shit, it's tr- it's wild as fuck. Okay, so I have the information about his paperwork or whatever. Yeah. Okay, what's it called? What's it called? Yeah, so give me the, give us the information. He said okay. you have it. Yeah. Said Takashi was facing a minimum of forty-seven years in prison and a maximum of life. Slow behind, down, slow down. And a maximum of life behind bars after pleading guilty to racketeering, conspiracy, firearms offense, narcotics trafficking, and other crimes. Um, as reported, rapper cooperated with the feds and even testified before the grand jury. Right. Um, the United States Attorney in the Southern District agreed not to prosecute 69 for the crime set forth in counts 1 through 9. Uh-huh. Um, so various crimes are off the books. In addition, prosecutors agreed not to go after 69 for crimes he told prosecutors about but have not yet been charged for. Okay. The plea deal also says it is understood that the defendant's cooperation is likely, likely to reveal the activities of individuals... And the witness protection may be required at a later date. Okay. So, yeah, that is immunity then. It is ultimately up to the judge to determine sentencing. But the prosecutors say if Takashi keeps talking, he'll get a gigantic break. Right. He'll probably walk. Because they, they've, they've already... The, 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 the judge will honor the prosecutor's wishes. It's unlike it clear how much time the prosecutors will ask for it. They're probably not going to ask for anything because the agreement says that they won't prosecute counts one through nine. How many counts was he hit with? Does it say? Not on that. Okay. All right. So they're not going to prosecute the first nine counts, one through nine, right? Mm -hmm. So those are off the table. He won't won't do anything for that. They're not going to prosecute that. And then in the course of him giving the information, he's going to open himself. He's going to expose himself to more 
prosecution. So they can't prosecute him for that either. Because in order to get the information, they have to give him immunity. Because it's basically a confession. It's basically a confession at that point. The people I feel sorry for is his mother and his baby mama. And because they have been threatened. Of course they have. Because they can't t- touch him. They're going to touch the people right. he loves. And that's not... That's is not the right. baby mama the one that fucked Shadi? The one who's being threatened. Is she the one who fucked Shadi? Yeah, but I still don't want nothing to happen to <laughs> hey, the baby. Hey, I don't want anything to happen to the baby. I, the, I don't want nothing to happen to her. Either. I don't want anything to happen to her. But, either, so come on, hey, that's hey, not nice. That's not nice. Hey, that's not nice. You sleeping with the enemy. What? The, come on, man. Sorry. Let's not do that. Sorry. Let's not do that. The mom, you know, she didn't know that she was raising a snitch. <laughs> that's the luck, dude. I, I, I don't know. You know. I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. I appreciate the um, entertainment, though, because... I don't... You know what? To be honest, I don't find this entertaining at all. I love tr- courtroom dramas. I, I don't, because... I do. What I'm watching is, is I'm watching someone of privilege vacation into the underworld that is mostly black and brown people. You keep saying that he Wait. from privilege. He didn't say anything about... Private that. school kid. Private school kid. That's privilege. Like... A scholarship or something. I don't look. I don't know. It's not like he stayed in school, so it doesn't matter anyway. This look. Anything about Takashi tell you he's from the streets? I didn't say he was. Okay, so that means that his was. mother did her best to raise him properly, including sending him to private school. Okay, so she did what was right, and he decided that he was gonna live what he thought he heard in records that he was going to do that. Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. Exactly. He was he was papa docking it. He was he was talking all the shit. He said the right things, but he wasn't really about it. Okay? All right. Anything else on, on Takashi? Well, adjacent to, right? So one of the things that came out was about a robbery that happened in New York involving Rapalot representatives. That stems from him not being able to go to a rap a lot show in mm-hmm. Houston. Mm-hmm. He was supposed apparently he was supposed to do a show. Right. And he was. All ref- that video's out there too. He was refused entrance. So Jay Prince, who is one of the executives of Rap a Lot, and we've talked about Jay Prince before. You know that whole Pusha T Drake thing that was going on. He's the one who squashed that entire beef on his word, only on his word. Okay, because Jay Prince is what Takashi claimed he was. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but what Jay Prince really is, he's a man who's respected throughout the industry. He's the man who can end the beef with one of the biggest artists in the game. And a dude who has been around for quite a while in Pusha T. On his word alone, he could just end it. Just because he said, that's it. No more. Um, Must be nice. So apparently, Jay Prince's sons were at this event that Takashi was supposed to go to, mm-hmm. and they refused him entry mm-hmm. because. And hold on, let me let me just make sure I, I get this right here. So, it, this was during day two of the uh, six nines testimony, and he was talking about how his uh, relationship with the nine trade blows began to sour. Mm-hmm. He said he was denied entry into a Houston gig on March two thousand eighteen. Um, by rap a lot piece because he quote didn't check in and it cost him money and so as revenge for the disc the, they planned to rob Jay Prince's people a month later in New York they said they pulled off the armed robbery and rap a lot of rap a lot reps in the lobby of a building 
It was five of them. They put guns on the guys. It was two of the rap a lot people. And they took chains and money off of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Jay Prince says that's not what happened. Right. Was he there? No, but Jay Prince got a safe face, I guess. But he says that the gig that Takashi got turned away from was his son's party. And they turned him away simply because they didn't want him there. Exactly. I wouldn't right. want you there either. And he, says, and he says, and this is a quote, Let this be a lesson to those who know better to do better because there was never a question mark in my mind that this kid, Takashi 69 was rap material. And that's why my sons didn't allow him to come into their party. It was never about a rat checking in with us, end quote. Hmm. Meaning that don't move with people that you don't trust. And he apparently ingrained that in his sons, right? They felt that Takashi was a rat or that he had the potential to be one, that he was fake. And that anything he saw might come up in a courtroom later on. And so they just said, nah. Like, no, but I'm supposed to make, nah. Go home, right? And Takashi, because he's, he was so sensitive, right, complained. And then that's how the robbery happened. Hmm. Like, his fragile ego. Because they didn't believe that you were what you were faking to be. So you put other people in danger because you lost face. Well, you know. Well... <sighs> Do you remember when he was on The Breakfast Club about, it was earlier this year, and Charlemagne was telling him, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Stop it. And he's like, no, man, you don't understand this, that, and other. He's like, yeah, 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 I get all of that. You're making money, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting played, but this, this ain't the way you want to do it. This is going to come back and hurt you terribly. And he just, he just wouldn't listen. Fact, well, it's some like people gotta learn the hard way. Well, it's like it's like when T.I. was saying that shit to Kodak, and Kodak made that song expeditiously, right? And T.I.'s like, T.I. just at a certain point, you just gotta shake your head and let him make the mistake. It's funny coming from T.I. because T.I. stayed in jail. I don't. Right, but but he seems to have learned, right? In some form of way. Well, remember About when what, cheating? No. Not about why, that. why is it with women it always comes down to I'm cheating? I'm trying to see what it, what it is that he's In like. terms of drug, getting in trouble with the law. Oh, oh yeah. I have him well myself for that, that incident where he went off at the guard. But yeah, other than but that. But no, he, no. Didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, like, he didn't do anything unlawful there. No, but I'm just saying. Right, he, he restrained, you could see him restraining himself. Uh, they overreacted because black man, whatever, gated community. Dude was fucking him. Well, he was, yeah, he was flexing on T.I. And T.I., the old T.I. Saw you expeditiously. Would have shot him, probably. Expeditiously. Or at least beat his ass, right? Quick, fast, in a hurry. But he was just, he was, you could see T.I. trying to solve the problem. And dude was just, his ego was in the way. Right? And do you know how embarrassing that is for someone like T.I. who's worked so hard to get to that place... And this look, this fucking, the guy who you, you pay his salary is over here fucking with you because he has the authority to do so. You gotta pick on somebody, I guess. When the guy was just, he was asleep on duty. So he embarrassed because T.I. like, yo, man, you ain't supposed to be asleep. Let me in. And then dude, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, it's like that shit. That happens all the time, right? And black people die because motherfuckers get their feelings hurt. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, who the fuck wants to do that? And you know, it's like, uh, I'll never forget. Remember when Jayla was dating Diddy? Yes. And remember how she was Jenny from the block and this, that, and the other? And she had all this street cred. And then a shooting happened. And then all of a sudden, she spoke no English. She, she 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 wasn't Jenny from the block no more. Don't do that. You have never seen someone distance themselves so fast. She was like, "Not me," because it's real cool to be down. Do the same thing too. But like, you see what I'm saying? Don't don't. Either you ride or you don't. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't represent like you Jenny from the block when you're not. Right? You're not Jenny from the block. You Jenny the artist, and you're dating Diddy. That's not Jenny from the block. That's just Jenny. Right, J Lo, that's cool. Be that, and that's you should be yourself. Moving on expeditiously. <laughs> Transitioning. Okay. Expeditiously. What are we moving on to? Uh, Antonio Brown. Okay. The so. dumbest nigga on the planet. Not on the planet, because Takashi Six Nine is the dumbest nigga on the planet. Fine. So shall Fine. shall I shall I detail where we got to when I know the part you're gonna come in on? What happened late late? Like, recently? Oh, go ahead. Like, so okay, well. so for those of you who don't know who aren't sports fans, but for those of you who are... Do so, so Antonio Brown is a very Antonio gifted Brown. wide receiver. Is who, he? Oh, yes. he's oh. He is great. Gifted. Yeah. He's, he's Okay. You can be gifted in one area. Yeah. Look, look, at, look, at, look at Ben Carson. Great brain surgeon. Terrible at everything else. Right? You can be gifted in one area and a fucking idiot in others. So, excellent deep threat wide receiver, okay? But also, one of the dumbest niggas God has ever blew breath into. Used to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? And him and his quarterback got into it. Ben Roethlisberger was talking shit. Antonio Brown talked shit back. And Ben Roethlisberger, you know, the relationship soured. Now, when he got out of Pittsburgh... I was with him, right? Because, like, fuck Ben Roethlisberger. You're not my fucking daddy. And you're not, you're not my fucking master either. You're not going to air me out in public and then not expect blowback. Hmm. So I'm with him up until this point. Mm-hmm. He asked for a trade. He forces a trade. He wants to go to New England, right? They won't send him to New England, right? They send him instead to Oakland, where he proceeds oh, to be, where he proceeds to behave like a fucking idiot at every single step. Oh, that's nice. Which is to force himself out of there so he can sign with the Patriots, right? Mm. Which is what he does. He gets the exact same money. He's happy, right? Now, mm. he's where he wants to be football-wise. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't do anything in terms of football. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> At this point, he was behaving like a maniac, but with purpose, right? It made sense. Now... Here's the thing that let me know that Antonio Brown was like, was fucking crazy. When he appeared on um, the shop, mm-hmm. LeBron James. LeBron James? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to see his face. Like, he was interviewing, well, maybe it wasn't on the shop, but he had his beard dyed, and, like, part of it was blue, and part of it was, like, blonde. It was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Blue and blonde. It was like it was so. Blue and gold. No. no like I'm just no. I'm just no. It was like I, I can't describe to you 
how weird it looked, right? He has a definitely strange haircut, I think, but it works for him. It works for his face line or whatever. But the dye job was just very odd. I was like, oh, this guy looks fucking crazy. Okay. But, you know, looks can be deceiving. So, he gets there, New England. He has to sit out a game. Those are the rules, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's going fine. They have a game. You know, he plays re he plays well. You know, makes a few catches. Things seem to be going well. And then, rain. Like, why would you dye your mustache blind and the rest of your face is normal? Then he, he got in trouble. because Non-football related trouble. Trouble seems to follow him wherever he goes. And if trouble always follows you, then it's not really trouble following you. Right? This is you. This is it. This is the picture. So he has been accused. What was he accused of? Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Right. I, I don't know which one it was exactly. Because um, this happened. Like, when we were gone. Bless you. Like, he was already in trouble. They found out that he was, he skeeted on some girl's back. Mm-hmm. Or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he got fired. Then he got a job. Mm-hmm. Then he got fired again. Now, you ask yourself, how the fuck can he get fired again? Dumb dumb, double down on the stupidity by sending intimidating texts to the girl who is not suing him. But he's not pressing charges. But, but she's corroborating. She no. This girl said she painted a picture for him. Um, she didn't finish the picture because when she turned around one time, he had his dick out mm -hmm. with a towel covering it. Mm -hmm. Nothing but a washcloth over it. Yeah. You know. So she didn't finish, and he paid her, and she said she's not gonna sue him for anything like that. She just, she just want to be left alone. But that is not good enough for him because oh no. Antonio said, here's what we going to do. He texts him, um, I think like a manager or some shit like that, and another person was like, this is the bitch. These are her kids, this, that, and other. I want you to look her up, find some information on her, because she must be desperate. She must be wanting some money. Woman don't want nothing from you, okay? So then you decide to CC everyone and then send it to her. And be like, this is what we're doing. We're looking into you. So she said, uh-uh. I'm not going to go through this with you. She said to the NFL, yo, look, this is what happens. Here's the screenshots. Mm -hmm. Do something about this. Right. They said, oh, okay. You're fired. Foul. There you go. Well, dummy. they released him. Fucking dummy. They released him. The New England Papers released him. Two weeks after the signing. Oh, and Nike him. dropped you. Yep. So you just losing, losing bag after bag, dummy. Can't get out of his own way. Your lawyer should have told you to shut, to the, shut fuck the fuck up. up. Yes. Just just shut the fuck up. It's, it's not hard. So this is what's happened in the past 10 days. His former trainer has accused him of rape, sexual assault, and sexual harassment. Right. That That's was the, the lawsuit, right? Mm -hmm. The artist, this is the person you're talking about, mm -hmm. accused Brown of not only making an unwanted sexual advance in 2017... But he also threatened her in a group text chain this week. Mm -hmm. Okay? The NFL commissioner's office has opened an investigation into his behavior. When they opened the investigation, they contacted this lady. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, yeah, he did this. He then proceeded to threaten her mm -hmm. in the text chain. She then went back to the commissioner's office and showed them the threats. 
They said that to the Patriots. The Patriots said, you're gone. Bye. Peace Don't matter. Homie. See you. Now, the, the Patriots can put up with a lot, okay? They literally had a player murder somebody, okay? Is that a... Uh... That's Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so, <clears throat> they didn't know he was a murderer at the time, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, this is the Patriots. If you can play, they go play you, but if you, like, there's been accusations of him farting in trainers' faces during during uh treatment. Dude, you're disgusting. Like, yeah, waving his dick at people. Like everything about everything you hear about him tells you that he's just a fucking asshole. What is the point he's of all this? He's an asshole. There's some people like that. They're just assholes. Right? There's there's certain people in life they're supremely talented. Gross. But they're assholes. And he's also juvenile as fuck. Like that shit ain't funny when you're grown, my nigga. Like, it's not even funny when you're a kid. It's just that you're a fucking kid and you don't know no better. But you're fucking grown. Just Why are you sad. farting in people's face, nigga? You, you can get people sad. conjunctivitis with that shit. That's how you get pink eye. And all kind of fucking... Nobody wants to smell your ass. And actually, there are people who want to smell your ass gas. Go to a fucking place where they do that shit. Put an ad on Craigslist. Or on whatever the fuck... Kind of fuck Facebook, whatever shit that they got. Where you can find a chick or dude, whatever you're into... No judgment here from that. Okay. Who's into, like, you farting on them. But he doesn't want that. He wants to fart on people who don't want to be farted on. Of course. Because that's the thrill of it. Because it's everything... Power. It's the power. That's right. Which is why I believe he did that to that trainer. Because mm-hmm. rape is about power. It's not about sex. It's about power. It's about imposing... It's about taking from someone something that they don't want to give you. Right? And everything about his behavior says that that's what he's into. This guy is a fucking moron. Moron! And, like, you know what? It's hard to feel sorry for somebody. I'll feel sorry for him. Well, I mean, you know, the the Pittsburgh thing, I was like, alright, that's fucked up. But, like, and let's just be honest. Ben Roethlisberger has his own issues with raping women, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Talk about it. I want to talk about that, though. Okay, this motherfucker... All through his career, Still allegations have followed him Still about him women. forcing himself on women. So that motherfucker can't say shit to me about you know how you should treat a woman, cause fuck him. But that don't make Antonio Brown right either. Nope. So like when they were going at it, I was I sided with Antonio Brown cause fuck this guy, right? You you're going you have a radio show you go on a radio show and air team laundry, and then get mad when a motherfucker got something to say to you. And everyone who's ever played with Roethlisberger, except Jerome Bettis, because when Roethlisberger first got there, Jerome Bettis was the vet. And Jerome Bettis would have trucked his punk ass, okay? Would have knocked him straight the fuck out. Are, you don't know okay. who Jerome Bettis is? The bus? Should I? Yeah, big dude, kind of. He was a running back. Yeah, you, you, we watched the, uh, the, the Super Bowl where they won. And he was the running back for Pittsburgh when they won that first Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. you, you was like, oh, he's cute, big guy. Like, I'll show you a picture of him. You okay. know who he is. Jerome Bettis was like a big dude even when he came out, but he was fast as fuck as a running back. Powerful, too. And like a genuinely, like, from all accounts, a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Just a just a good dude. Um. Anyway, he was the veteran on that team, so Rosenberg couldn't say shit to him because Bettis would have fucked him up. That's kind of what it comes down to. But like ever since then, ever since he won those Super Bowls, he's been, you know, oh, I'm the man kind of shit. And so a lot of his receivers and people that played with him talked about 
how he's kind of an asshole that way. He'll air you out, but then he's sensitive when you come back on him. Hmm. He can't take it, you know, that kind of shit. Most bullies can't. <laughs> you know what? That's precisely what it is. Most bullies can't. Most bullies can't. So, we're going to do something a little different. Well, not different. It's kind of what we do, but... So, Bill Burr put out a new Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last time we were here, we, well, actually, last time we did a whole fucking show. It was about Dave Chappelle. About Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. Chappelle show. Which is amazing. So, Ooh. Bill Burr is a comedian. If you don't know who he is, watch him. He has plenty of specials on Netflix. He's kind of a cantankerous white dude, but I I find him hilarious. He's not as funny as Chappelle, but he's very funny. Oh, freckle face himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, those of you who watch Breaking Bad, he was in Breaking Bad. Um, he's been in a few movies. He does the Netflix show F is for Family. Um, apparently, he he's going to be in the news. He does have his own podcast called the Monday Morning Podcast. Shout out to old freckle face. Um, old pasty white redhead. Uh, also, he's going to be in a new Star Wars thing, The Mandalorian, apparently. Oh, the TV show? Yeah. So, apparently, he's in that. Another reason to get him. Another I way. You, I told you. That's how they get you every time. Mm-hmm, like, oh, mm-hmm. we, they, they, like, they like the Star Wars stuff. We're going to get them that way, see? Mm-hmm. So, he, he, um, his Netflix special came out called Paper Tiger. And it... Like, Bill Burr's always been a quote-unquote inappropriate comic, right? Meaning that... I, I think calling someone an inappropriate comic kind of fucking sucks, though. But Who he calls he, him that? Well, I mean, certain people... That's kind of what they call people now. Well, his humor is off-color or whatever. But a comic is a comic, right? It's whether you think he's funny or not. And so, he's, he's not... Title. He's not... He doesn't go to the extreme that Dave Chappelle does. But he talks about things that are uncomfortable sometimes. But I find him hilarious. Because his he's point funny. of view... Yeah, he's really funny. He's really good at working on a joke. And the jokes are funny. He Now, the thing that I really like about Bill Burr that I think that he pays attention to that other comics who do specials don't necessarily hmm. is that each special looks and feels completely different from the one before it. Right? The way it's shot. Like, he has one that was shot in the South. I think maybe in Nashville. It's black and white. The whole special is black and white, and that's a there's a reason for that. This last one, Paper Tiger, Tiger was shot in London at Royal Albertson Hall, which is I think where fancy. It's a band. That's why he wanted to do it there. It's a band that he loved. Was it Zeppelin? Fuck, I can't remember. Research. Ugh, he he's he's spoken about it so much and just it it flew from my mind. Okay. Anyway, there's a famous band that he loved, right? And that's one of the places they played. And he wanted to... He said, well, it would be great if we played there. And so, he's been focusing the special on that. And then he also talked about how he wanted the shots to be longer. So, like, if you look at a lot of comedy specials, there'll be a lot of cuts in between. And he said that... He said that kind of ruins the timing of the joke for him. He wants to be more like he was sitting in the audience... Watching him. So you get longer shots that linger on him longer than normal. Before they switch camera angles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said what it does is it draws you into the joke. You become more. It makes you feel more part of the show. He was talking about that when he was doing his press run. I thought that was a very interesting. Very thoughtful way to put it. And um, it's a good. I laughed a lot. 
And what you watched it with me? What did you think? I watched part of it and then I fell asleep. Right, it was late. Um, the part I watched was funny. I like Bill Burr. Yeah, I think he's funny. I mean, his his podcast can be funny, especially when he calls his wife onto it, which is it's never scripted. It's always him screaming, Nia! and she comes run. She okay. comes in. Wow, sorry. She, he always screams his wife's name, Nia, who he calls the lovely Nia, right? His wife's black. His wife's black, and, and he, he just had a kid. He had a kid recently, um, and then she comes on. And the thing that is great about them is that they are disagreeing and laughing at each other the entire time, because he's a maniac, but she's a maniac too. Because she married a maniac, which is the funniest thing ever. And he talks about things like you know not wanting to be a he had to get rid of his dog before his daughter was born, and how you deal with. Uh, the difference between how women and men deal with grief. One of the best jokes. And you should go watch it and give it a whirl. So, we also watched Toy Story 4. Yes. Pixar! Yay, Pixar! Pixar stay winning. Pixar is fucking the boss. They, I mean, they're the goat at this point. They're just, they're just piling up. They're like... And what makes Pixar They're like Bill Russell Celtics. They just to me... Mm-hmm. Personally, it's because it gives you the feels. Yes, that is that the is precisely feels. why it's so great. Disney movies don't necessarily have the feels. Well, I think I think Pixar is what Disney used to be. I think Pixar is the grown-up Disney. Even though technically you're still making animated films for kids, I think Pixar hits you on every single level. Mm. Right? It it makes you remember when you were a child. It, it brings that sense of nostalgia, but then it keeps you in your... Like, I can appreciate it on every level that I've lived through my life up until this point. Yeah. From being a young child, to being a middle schooler, to being a teenager, to being a young adult, to being, well, technically middle-aged at this point. Right? Mm-hmm. Toy Story 4 is about loss, missed opportunity, new opportunity, feeling out of place. And it's a horror movie. It's also a horror movie. <laughs> Right? It's like, it's finding love again late in life. Finding new purpose. Mm-hmm. Moving on. No. There's so much in this movie. Toy Story 3 is still the best Toy Story. I, I might disagree with you. Well, you can disagree all you want. Mm-hmm. Toy Story 3 is still the best one. Um, in your opinion. In my opinion. Right. But Toy Story 4 was not bad. It was not great. It was good. You don't think it was great? It had great moments. Look, okay. But overall, I think Toy Story it's an 3. A-. I think Toy Story 3, the reason why people remember it so vividly is because there's that moment when they're about to go into the incinerator and you're yes. like, "What the That's fu-? what And Toy Story 3 had a proper villain. Yes. It had a real fucking villain. Right. Oh no, no, Gabby Gabby is. Gabby Gabby wasn't really a villain. Oh. She was an antagonist. Yeah. Now them them Oh my god. Them the ventriloquist dummies? Thank you, because I couldn't Creepy remember what they were. Creepy as Creepy fuck. as fuck. Good thing that they don't scare me, because Nightmare Ooh. Central, okay? Nightmare Fuel. I don't think how they expect the kids to watch this shit and be like, certain age. It's just like, Ooh. the way they run to the side with the head and just tilt mm, it with the arms mm, dangling. Mm, it was mm, ridiculous. Mm. Was, My skin is crawling as you describe it because I'm seeing them. There was so many funny moments. Uh, though. Was so those many things funny have all. Growing up as a kid, they used to show like the old Howdy Doody. Yeah. And I was like, 
that's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Right? Like, the over-ventriloquist dummies are always scary as fuck, right? They're always scary as fuck. Because it's like, they're in, the, they're in the uncanny valley. Yeah. And it had a good ending, too. Yeah, it was... It, it, it was, was a good ending. It, it, it was me, a perfect ending to the series. Beautiful ending to the series. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me give my cape for why I think Toy Story 4 might be better than Toy Story 3. Okay. okay. Toy Story 3 felt like an ending, right? They're, they're removed from... Even at the end? It felt like it ended even though they were with Bonnie. Yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, they ended up in this great place. But it's like, let, let me just, let me say this, okay? They're they're in this, they're in a new place. Andy doesn't want them anymore. He's he's gone off to college, right? And they end up in the daycare. Mm-hmm. And the bear, who seems so friendly. Lotso. Lotso is really not, <laughs> right? And he is... He is like, I'm just a cuddly bear. Yeah, all I'm right, just a okay, cuddly bear who will bear. murder all of you because territory, right? And it's like, it's like, oh, you realize that at this point, this is some real shit, right? So we open Toy Story 4. They're in Bonnie, right? And Woody, who has always been the favorite toy, right? He's always been the favorite toy and the de facto leader of the toys that we know as Toy Story, right? He no longer is there, right? Second he, in command. He's not even second in command. He's no, not even not getting really. played with. He's being left in... It opens with him being left in the closet, right? And Bonnie goes to kindergarten and she's having an existential crisis because she don't want to go. And she makes Forky with her imagination. Mm-hmm. With Andy's help. Not Andy. Uh, Woody. Woody's help. Woody is like throwing stuff towards her, you know, doing the stuff that Woody does. Helping the kid out. That's what he does. And um, she makes Forky. And the first, like third of the movie is literally Woody trying to keep Forky from committing suicide. Forky was in the trash and all he wants to do trash. is go back to the trash. Trash? All he says is trash. Trash. And, and he, he is so gleefully trying to commit suicide. Trash! <laughs> he is inventive as shit. This little ah. weird spork stick thing. Oh my God. All he's trying to do is murder himself. And Woody's trying, and that's how we end up in the antique store, and we meet the antagonist, Gabby, 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 and all she wants to do she, is find a, a kid box. for herself. Well, she wants to find a kid for herself, and she can't because she don't have. A she voice has box. a defective voice box, and guess who has a voice box? Woody has a voice box, and so, in true antagonist fashion, she wants to rip it out of him. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but, like, there's a moment when Woody makes his peace with Gabby Gabby, and you think you're going to get that heartfelt moment, and Gabby gets crushed. <laughs> Fucking crushed. And I was like, oh! Yeah. It's like, it's like imagine... Rejected. Imagine the biggest high school crush you ever can imagine. Talk about no, no, no. Imagine the biggest high school crush. And you've built this person up in your mind. Hmm. And you've been looking, and you finally work up the courage, hmm. and you say it. And at first, he tells everybody in the school, and they all laugh right. at you. Well, no, not even that. He tells everyone, uh, sir. And then everyone's <laughs> watching you make the move, right? You could be, and you make the move, and the object of your affection goes, and they're smiling at you, and you think it's gonna work, and then they go, yeah. nah. I'm good. Oh! Reject. Oh! 
Oh, I felt that shit. Yeah. I, I was like, oh. And she just literally just lays in the trash and she's like. Trash? <laughs> <laughs> she on her forky shit. She like. I'm just going to lay here. I'm just going to lay here and die. Because. Just. Mm, 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 so, mm. yeah. Yeah. So good. Also, Bo Peep makes an appearance. And Bo Peep is now the Lord Croft of Toy Story. Okay. <laughs> She is straight commando with this shit. And Keanu Reeves makes an appearance. Kaboom! <laughs> Fucking amazing. Amazing. Oh, Canada. Okay. <laughs> it's so great. The, I watch it. You deserve it. I like Toy Story 4 better than 3 for those reasons. Okay. That's just I still me. feel the same way. I get it. That's fine. I still feel the same way. Uh-huh. So I fucking love Pixar, and Pixar is the greatest. What I really enjoy, and I go so far into my Pixar love that I look for other things outside that has something to do with Pixar. Mm -hmm. There's this thing called the Pixar Theory. Oh, yes. With, um, wrote by John DeGruen. Follow him on Twitter. And um, We should do a show on the Pixar Theory. No. Why not? So, his theory is that children's imagination sparks magic. And that's the reason why the toys are alive. Right. And, and where did the magic conscience. come from init initially? Well, you have to go all the way back to Brave. Which is why we need to do a show. It's a whole a theory. It, right. We'll, we'll do. That he has. We'll, I'll, try and talk, awesome. I'll try and talk her into doing a show on the Pixar theory. Okay. So anyway, there's a cut scene at the end of Toy Story 4 where it's the girl. I don't. Did they have a name for her? I don't know. There was a companion. For Forky that they made. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, how am I alive? And the first thing I thought about was the Pixar theory. Well, if you right, <laughs> I would just go. I was, I was like, I was like, just, I was like, blame Boo. I was like, yes. I said, my nerdum just sprung out. And I was like, right. Because no, when, when you said, when you said, when you said you have to go back to Brave, but really you have to go to Monsters, Inc. Well, Brave is, to, Brave is where the magic starts. Yeah, but it really starts at Monsters, Inc. With Boo. Boo goes back in according, Acor according okay. to the theory. Wait, I'm just giving we, you a we, little. No, we should we should save this for. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So according to the theory, uh -huh. the doors is the time traveling doors or something like that. Boo. The doors in Monster Inc. Right, the doors in Monster Inc. You remember in Brave, if you've seen it, that there was a door, right? And the old lady, the witch, the witch is supposed to be Boo, and she went back into that time. To figure out the magic. Right. She's, the she's searching for Kitty. She's searching for, for Sully. Sully? Mm-hmm. Sully. And Mike Kachowski. Right. Who she calls Kitty. Right. So it's a whole thing. I mean, a whole thought out. It's He made it into a book. Okay? It's just that serious. It's, it, it is. It is. And it will blow your mind. Because there's, like, animators like to keep things now that i think about it, i gotta go and look and see how he what he thought about toy story 4 how it fits in how it fits in i really yeah i think it fits in fine i don't i don't well, think the timeline's that far he, away usually he'll he incorporate the new ones into it yeah stuff like that yeah and apparently the animators at pixar when he first introduced the theory they love the theory so much so they've been feeding extra shit into the theory they might as well just make it a thing <sighs> They might as well make it the thing. I mean, unless you plan on explaining how these toys 
and how they don't have to that's the point it's magic i understand that but i'm saying unless you plan on doing that just you know incorporate the they should they should definitely make a documentary on it oh my god that would be amazing that would be amazing so interesting so yeah that's what we watched what else have you been watching since we've been gone um i really got into queen of the south i have paused it on the fourth season like the fourth episode of the fourth season okay i know everyone else is ahead Right. You know, but that's where I stopped at. So what's Queen of the South about? Queen of the South is about Teresa. Teresa? I, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. Teresa. Mm-hmm. Teresa. She's the Queen of the South. Um, uh, she didn't start okay. off as the Queen of the South. She started well, off as... Is she, is she a rapper? She started off as a numbers runner. Okay. All a, right. A money exchanger. Excuse me. And... Man, I had it In Mexico. I had the name of the town in my head, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway... So yeah, she started off that and she met this guy and they get together and he does drug runs to his uh, godfather maybe. That's so he's dude. a trafficker? Yeah. Okay. He does the plane drops or whatever. Gotcha. He ends up dead, quote, quote unquote, unquote. Mm-hmm. and she on the run and there's this book that has all the secrets in it and it's a whole big thing. It's a whole big a thing. A lot of people love it. A lot of people love the and show. I think, but you... We're talking about Queen Sugar. Well, no, <laughs> Remember no. You confused. I got confused, right? But like since then, I like I was talking to my uncle right. who lives Queen in Brazil. Good. He talked about how much he loves Queen of the South. He yeah. watches that show. It's a lot show. of people love that show. It's a good show. It has lots of violence. So if you're into I that, love. Mm-hmm. you know, intrigue, intrigue. You never know who's gonna die. Eventually, we know she's gonna die because she died in the first goddamn scene. But we. She hadn't got to wear the white suit outfit and all this other stuff that she wore then. So I know she ain't going to die no time too soon. Plus, I think they already renewed it. There's supposed to be two more seasons. So there's that. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And it's good. I stopped because the episode I watched, Mm -hmm. it disturbed me in a a different, like, I can't believe these. Because I... When I watch shows and I get into them, I get invested. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I start talking about the characters like they real and shit. And That's a good show, though. It really immerses you. And I, I can't believe these two motherfuckers that did this. I, I'm like, what the fuck is she going to do to get out of this? And oh my God. Mm-hmm. They done put in her in so much trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I stopped watching it because I'm like, you need to calm down. <laughs> you need to you, calm down. You were down. way too much into I it. Was too into, I was like, okay, just relax. In too deep. Into the, I was like, just take some time. Sometimes shows. Sh- Plus the fact that yeah. I was binge watching it first on Netflix, but I was binge binge watching it so hard, I was three weeks behind on all my podcasts, YouTube shows. Right. I was behind on everything. I couldn't do anything. So I was so behind on all my podcasts. I was like, you know what? Let's just try to catch up to everything because I, I listened to four, maybe five podcasts. Really? What do you listen to? I listen to the Reed. Okay. I listen to Joe Budden podcast. Right. Um, how does it get made? Okay. That's with uh, Jason. Yeah. Okay. Jason Manzukis. Manzukis. Okay. Him and Paul have a show called How Does It Get Made? It's about, it's about how Hollywood movies. movies get made. Yeah. Terrible movies get made. Nice. Okay. Paul also has a show. With another lady about the AFI, which is the American Film Institute, something, 
2017, they did a list of top 100 movies. They do a podcast about all of those. Okay. So I listened to that. Okay. Okay. I'm into movies. Right. So, um. Always have been. I also listened to a podcast called Cinema Sin. Um, I also watched them on YouTube. Right. Um, Everything Wrong With This. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. Okay. Okay. Because I'm into fucking movies. Okay. I also. So uh, there's a show called Show Me the Meaning. Uh-huh. Also it breaks about... down the, f- the philosophical stuff about movies. Okay, like what the... what the Yeah, okay. Like gotcha. The Good Place and how they talk about philosophers and shit like that. Right. That's Show Me the Meaning is like that. That's cool. But with movies. So I, I, I get deep into it. So then there's one that's on hiatus right now. You must remember this about mm-hmm. old Hollywood. And that's basically about old Hollywood as movies and shit like that. Right, so but you've always been a fan that. of that, so that makes sense. I'm going to see if I listed every podcast that I listened to. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, what, you, you're past four, by the way. This uh, is like the, the B. Sixth Scott one. Show. Wow. I listened to that. Uh huh. Joe Button. Mm hmm. Sincast. That's the name of it. Wow. Uh, the one um, that's the Cinema Sins. Unspooled is the name of the one with the um oh the uh, top one hundred movies. Mm-hmm. You must remember this. Uh huh. Sometimes I listen to the show called Jade and XD. Um, sometimes, but I haven't really been listening for a while. But that's they're black. Um, that's the only New reason. Yorkers. Um, friends of Kid Fury and Crystal. Ah. They're on the Loudspeaker Network. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of different shit on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm not even get, going to get into that. Right. So that's what I've been doing. Catching up. <laughs> that's a lot of podcasts. A lot of information. I used to listen to the read. I don't listen to it so much anymore. Um, I do listen to Joe Budden podcast, not as much as you. Um, I do. My favorite one right now to listen to outside of ours is Righteous and Ratchet. Righteous and Ratchet with Kevin on stage see, and Doughboy. That's why I said I don't even. I don't even talk about what's on YouTube. Cause yeah. That's a it's a podcast. They call it a podcast. It but is, it's a but video. so YouTube, yeah. So I don't hilarious. I don't consider that a podcast, but I watch that too. They're hilarious. So, and then yeah. um, so much shit. what else do I watch? Oh, Monday morning podcast with Bill Burr. I listen to that. So what got me into podcasting though was uh sports. Dan Levitard. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to his show every day religiously. Remember mm-hmm. back in the day when it was hard to find podcasts to listen to before they had like. Podcast networks where you could just Podcasts go and find them. about every fucking thing under the sun. Well, it makes sense, though, because it's a la carte radio, essentially. Hey, I, I'm not mad. It, it lets you, you listen to what you... Yeah. space. There's no way you can have this depth with the way shit used to be. Hmm. Right? Like, you talk about how you, like, you have one podcast, they talk about the philosophy of movies, mm-hmm. and what it means, and then this other one talks about, like, how these bad movies get made. Like, can you imagine a network doing all of that? No, it's way too, way too intricate, way too... Much minutiae that, like, no one wants to fucking watch this. They wouldn't get enough, you know, viewers or listeners, right? But in a podcast, you don't need as much to support it. Right. So you can get more niche things that let you nerd the fuck out, which is the entire point. exactly what the fuck I do. It's the entire point of it, right? Like, podcasting, I really got introduced with uh, Smodcast, Kevin Kevin Smith. Smith. Shout out to Kevin Smith, right? Who had a whole fucking podcast network himself. And my favorite ones on his. He still got podcasts. He got. Yeah, he's still doing them. Still at least three to four that he still did. My favorite one. Like, you used to love the one he did with. uh, Swabot. Right. That was. uh, And I used to like the one he did with um, 
Don't start me the line. It was about Hollywood Babylon. Garmin. Hollywood Babylon, right. That was Hollywood because, of course, that's your thing. About Hollywood, yes. The one I love was the, the one he did with his wife, Schwabach. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of it for some reason. They haven't done it in years. But also... Fat Man on Batman. No, I never liked Fat Man on Batman because I'm not a Batman one. fan. Then like he got that. one with Jason Mewes. Never liked that one. The original one, the Smodcast with Scott Moser. I always loved that one. Mm-hmm. But but that's just basically turning into yeah, the them reading Scan BC. That's that's the one I was getting to. Mm-hmm. Edumacation, which he doesn't do anymore. Edumacation. Uh, there was this guy Andy who used to work for the Tonight Show, and that's how Kevin Smith met him because he appeared on the Tonight Show. And they like Andy was like not only smart but like curious, and he could find things. And so essentially, it was. Kevin Smith being a stoner and asking all these weird questions and Andy basically that sounds, about, that sounds familiar to me. and right and and Andy going to find like the information for him and Kevin Smith sitting there being high laughing and being Kevin Smith mm-hmm. which is all of his podcasts essentially basically that's yeah essentially that's basically what it is hilarious stuff hilarious stuff um something new that I've started watching well two things right I don't know if I talked about this um I started watching the Wu-Tang Hulu show, right? That everyone seems to love. It's fucking amazing, right? One complaint. Hulu, learn from Netflix, okay? Mm. Right now, I watched the last episode, and I can't wait to watch the next one, right? But the problem is, is that I might... today. I think it might have came on. It comes on Wednesdays, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Today ain't Wednesday. Why was it triggered today? Well, because okay. probably people just started watching it. Okay. But, like, let me tell you something. Like, when you start to see everything that they had to overcome to become a group, like, I always thought that they all knew each other and that they was all cool. (laughs) Untrue. They all knew of each other, but they were all, like, rival crews and shit like that, which makes what they did that more fucking amazing, okay? Like, brilliant. Like, okay, so, for those of you who don't know who are younger, right, Wu-Tang, 90s group, huge, like, 9, 10 deep, it was a lot of motherfuckers in that group, right? The head of the group, the most famous member of the group is probably Method Man, right? Everyone knows Method Man, the Mary J. Blige song, You're All I Need to Get By. Also, the Red Man thing, How High, the movie, that's Method Man, right? You think he's the most popular He's one? definitely the most famous, by a lot. Yeah, some of them might disagree with you, but okay. Who, who you, who's more popular than Method Man? Who's more known? I said some of them. Who's some of who? The, the people? Actual, the people? Maybe who? the fans? Too? Every, I don't know. Everyone's heard of Method Man. That's true. Everyone's heard of Meth Man. Now, I didn't say the most accomplished. Oh. Right? Okay. I said the most famous. Okay. Most accomplished is RZA. Because RZA is literally, he's the, the glue that holds them all together. RZA did the goddamn soundtrack. He's, he's, he's the, right. He's the hub. They're the spokes on the wheel. He's the hub that they all connect to. Right? And they did also a Showtime uh, documentary show, five parts. If you want to know, like, the actual documentary footage of it. But this is more like a docudrama kind of stuff. It's more, it's a drama, not a docudrama. But it has, it's like, it's really well done. Erica Alexander from uh, Living Singles in it. She plays Rizzo's mama. Um, That's Maxine Shaw. Maxine Shaw, for, yeah. Ryan the Maverick. <laughs> okay. Um, but, like, <sighs> Raekwon was with a rival crew from Ghostface Killer. Ghostface Killer ran with... Riz's brother. Oh, by the way, the, the person who plays ODB is his son. His, he looks just like this nigga. He looks just like him. The dude they got to play Method Man don't really look like Method Man. I mean, kind of in a fucked up, you know, washed out way. But, yeah. 
But it's like Method Man. Kind of, it's like it's funny how they all were like around each other. And so like I've been like going back from watching the show is really excellent. If you're if you're a fan of Wu Tang Clan or '90s hip hop, and you want to see like you don't want to sit for a documentary, but you want to kind of learn and see and like be entertained, it's highly entertaining. Um, it's just really well done. It's nice to see a really well done show, well written, good dialogue, good scenes, all of that. Excellent fucking work. Um, also big into the anime. I'm gearing up. Fall is coming. Food Wars is Food coming. Wars. Oh, I love that show. Okay, fucking My Hero Academia is coming, right? But right now, right now, Demon Slayer, Kamitsu no Yaiba, is the shit. Not just for anime heads. This is one of the most beautifully animated animes I've ever seen in my life. They have, the studio that's doing the animation, there's been this thing in anime, I know you don't really, you watch it, but you don't watch the way I do. What animators are starting to do in Japan is they're starting to um, add in CGI, because really? well, because it's faster, right? Instead of having to hand draw everything, CGI lets you kind of put it in a computer and animate it. But the problem is... Does that take from it? Does it make it look weird? And Yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, it looks terrible. You can tell the shit that CGI. It looks... It just... It looks out of place. In Demon Slayer... I don't like that. Wait. In De- I'm going to... We should watch one episode. I want to show you an episode. In Demon Slayer, the CGI is used... Not for character modeling, which is what a lot of other places use it for. For large-scale battles and stuff like that where it looks completely, like, out of place and incongruent. You know, it just, it just it messes with you. Mm-hmm. They're like, ugh, this shit don't match. It don't look right. In Demon Slayer, they use it to, you, like, there's, the Demon Slayers use this thing called the breath, right? It's a breathing technique that lets them concentrate their power because demons are overpowered. They heal instantly. You can only kill them if you chop their heads off. And, like, they're super fucking strong. They're super fast. And the only way a human can really combat them is they have to have talent. And they have to use something called the breath. Now, there's different kinds of breaths. And it depends on what you are personally. Your breath expresses itself in different ways. So, you have, like, breath of the sun, which is the first breath. No one really uses that anymore, although maybe. Breath of water. Breath of the beast. Breath of the insect, breath of lightning, breath of sound, breath of snake, whatever. <laughs> okay, so, it's so stupid. you it seems really stupid. Breath of flame, right? <laughs> so what happens is is that when you use this breathing technique in conjunction with these specially forged swords that demon slayers use, mm-hmm. it allows the breath to express itself as whatever it is. So, for instance, the breath of water user who's a pillar. When he slashes with his sword using the breath technique, as his sword's moving through the air, you see the water trailing off of it. And it'll, it gives the sword strike more strength and it lets it drive through the demon. Hmm. Right? Allowing for fatal cuts. It's That's the part that CGI. I'm sure it looks better than it sounds. I'll, I'll show it to you. Yeah, okay. It's um, like you, you owe it to yourself to watch it. You can find clips on YouTube or whatever, Demon Slayer clips, and just look at it. It's beautiful. Um, I might post some of the, um, I might post a clip or something on our Instagram. That that would be something good to go on Instagram. Yeah, sure. Um, like so, when the breath of the insect lady uses hers, like all you see is all these like purple butterflies when she's using her breath. Okay. And like all of a sudden she appears in the middle of it. She's flying past you, and then the butterfly lands on the demon. They're like looking, and all of a sudden the butterfly turns blood red because it poisoned you. Oh, and the okay. demon dies, right? 
So she don't have to cut your head off. She just stabs a demon. Which normally a non-fatal blow. But because she's using wisteria poison. That she developed. It kills the demon. Like it, they just, just melt. It's gross. It's hilarious too. Um, yeah. Really interesting. Over the top. Great. And then my ongoing. This is an ongoing anime. This is going to be what Naruto was. What One Piece is. This is. This anime is big shit. I've been. It was killed when it first came out because the protagonist yelled and screamed all the time. What's the name of it? Black Clover. Black Clover. Yep. Anyone who's into anime is probably already watching this anime. Okay? But those of you who are not, I think they have some English dub versions for those of you who want to get into that. I watch the Japanese. Um, certain dubs are okay. If the dub is done right. Most dubs suck, in my opinion. My opinion only. So I tend to watch subtitled ones, but... I prefer subtitles. Huh? I prefer subtitles. But there are some, like, uh, there's one called Bungo Stray Dogs, where the dub, I think, is better than the subtitle. Because the acting is really done well by the English voice actors. Is that the detective agency? That's the, that's the, right. That's the one. You watched, I think you watched the first season with me. First season. Yeah. And you haven't watched any since, because you're busy with all your podcasts (laughs) and everything else. Um, you got too much on your plate. Too much. But okay, you thought the first freaky. season was decent, right? right? It was a good. It's really good. It's, it's really, really well good. done. It's I just be- don't have the time. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I think your favorite is still what Oran Host Club. Yeah. Yeah, which also has a beautiful. It's a wonderful dub. I prefer the dub of that to the to the subtitle. So it just depends on you know how good of a job they did. Um, yeah, Demon Slayer and Black Clover. Black Clover's got. I think it's over 100 episodes already. It's a lot. It's really well done. It's magic based. But it's it's very interesting. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's what I've been watching. Demon Slayer. Wu-Tang um, on Hulu. Oh, before I forget. Hulu. Why the fuck am I waiting once a week for my fucking show? Netflix is going to do the same thing to some of their shows. They're going to do it. Don't. Weekly. Don't. I don't know why. Don't. I mean, do what you want. Don't, like, you're going to lose what makes you special. What I love about Netflix is that when it drops, the whole fucking season is there. I like that, too. So it lets me watch it in kind of over a few days. Yeah. When I want to. It's like, it's like, okay, for instance, right? I didn't start watching the Wu-Tang thing when it first came out. When I first started watching it, it got really interesting. And then I had to stop because there was no more episodes. And I was so fucking pissed. And it's like, at some point, like, they better hurry the fuck up. Because if Food Wars drops, it's over with for y'all. I don't think they worried about that, but okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> you go fuck around, you go lose my interest, and I'm going to be watching some other shit. Get, get me while my attention span is here. Right? That's what makes Netflix amazing, right? Is that they, that it's like, hey, we know you ain't got no attention span. We know you don't want to wait every week. So, here it all is right now. You know, why would you go back on the thing that made you great? I don't Netflix make no fucking change sense. change their interface. That's what they need to work on. I don't, I don't like Their interface it. is slow. It's just, it's bad. I don't know what you can do to improve it, but it's just like, I keep hearing people talk about all these shows that come on Netflix and all these documentaries, and then... Well, that's, it's because it, it's predictive, right? Like Depending that. on what you watch, that's what you see. It's just like YouTube, right? Yeah. Like, when, when I sign in my YouTube, it looks way different than when you sign in yours. Of course. Because it's like, oh, because you like this, try this shit also. Because it's like the stuff you like. And if you start watching a bunch of other shit, you'll start to see other stuff pop on your recommended page. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's just the way it goes. Because okay. it's too much to, yeah. Oh. But Netflix's interface is just slow and clunky. It sticks a lot. So I, I need it to be smoother. 
Yeah, smooth it. I want things to be smooth, cool. right? Because it it, cool. it jitters too much. It locks up a lot. It didn't used to do that. So ever since they started putting that preview shit on there, it starts locking things up. You know, it's like I I don't want to be fucking running down my RAM on my smart TV because y'all want to do some fancier shit, man. The tiles well, work. Flexed, but okay. No, I'm not flexing. I'm just saying, like it's fucking with the. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's it's fucking with the Eternals of the streamer. Okay. Right. It's like, hey, I'm not watching this on a computer. I'm watching it on a streaming TV service. That's the whole fucking point. Stop taxing my streamer. Because you want to be fancy. Disney Plus. We definitely get Disney Plus. Yeah. I didn't want to get Disney Plus, but we'll, well figure it out. That was another interesting episode. <laughs> Hopefully, you find it interesting. I. That was. That, yeah. That was a weird episode. Gee, Brian, what are we going to do this whole night? Same thing <laughs> Wait, we what? do every night, Pinky. Try, Try to, to take, take over, over the, the world. world. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yeah, you know, we'll get there eventually. Is it this week we're going to be doing the Purple Rain? We're, yeah, sometime this week. So, Rain. The bonus episode will finally be Rain out. is trying to look for a new intro for the movie nights. Yeah. She wants to do something different. I, I kind of... I, I agree with that. It makes sense. But it's finding... The, she wants kind of that old-timey, like, going to the movie. <gasps> oh, I can't use the Muppet music. No, because it's oh, old. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. Yeah, it would have been, but we I can't... I love the Muppets. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big-ass kid at heart. Of course. I'm still going to be 50 and still be a big-ass kid, and I love it. <laughs> I think that's the. I think that that I is. It. I think that's the. I love the, the fact that there are Harry life. Potter type movies still coming out. Yes. And I will be forty something. When it comes out, you talk about the Newt's Commander. Yeah, there are like three more, man. There's three more coming. It's, it's yeah. a total of five. We're oh. on the third one. Yeah. And I'm still gonna be able to watch. It. I'm just, oh. So I have amazing. no idea how big of a nerd in heart. Just big heart. Just Harry Potter. I Can love you it. imagine growing up with Harry Potter? Live in a world where that always existed? No. Unfortunately. Well, we, we had our stuff. Like, I had Lord of the Rings when I was a kid. But it, it took until I was an adult to see it. Like, I'm sorry. Did you just... Yeah, I did. Did you shit on Lord of the Rings? I didn't shit on it. I, I raspberry it. It's a difference. How dare you? I don't even... What did that boy say in Clerks? All they did was fucking walk in that movie. Uh, Clerks 2. Lord of the Rings 1. <laughs> Walking. Well, there walking. Walking here. Even the walking. trees are walking. <laughs> said, Even the fucking trees walked in that show. Okay, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's been my time. What a great audience. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> we'll see you later this week for the... <laughs> for the bonus episode. For the bonus episode. And we'll see you next week for the real episode. Not the real episode, but the normal episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>